K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome to the podcast dojo, baby. You know what it is. It's black on both sides. I want to have the host, King Kunta 3X. Got to see all of it. You know how it is. I'm real particular and specific and pacific about how you address me. My co-host, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, Mr. Be Honest. Be honest, what's up? How you doing? What's going on, man? So I, I've heard you say that for the 40 episodes or however many we've done so far, and I have never called you all three. Is it okay that I don't call you all three because we're co-hosts? Pretty much. Okay. I was wondering. I didn't. I just realized I may be disrespecting you because I just say Kunta. No, no, no. You know, listeners, were you in the Slack room, you would have known that King Kunta was the first Slack handle. But you don't know that because you're not in the Slack room. So once again, you want to get in the Slack room, holler at me and be honest on the reg. Email rarescience.com. Ask to get in the Slack room. For the low, low cost of a picture of a human being, you can be in the Slack room. See, be honest, I didn't even, I didn't even say hopefully it's you. <laughs> but it's still a picture of a human being. Okay. A picture of you, man. Give us a picture of you. Be honest. Top of the evening to you as a good sir. Let me be hopefully not the first to say happy St. Patty's Day to you. How are you how are you enjoy are you enjoying the festivities today? I love the festivities today. You drink some green beer? No, but I did happen to pass by um some little tavern or something. They were doing river dancing outside. I bet it wasn't nothing but white people. Nothing but white people. Not a black person in sight. And I would be remiss to not remind my listeners when I say mine, I mean ours, it's collective. My forever president is still black. <laughs> and bet your ass, my Captain Marvel is black too. Did you go see Captain Marvel yet? I will not see that. Even okay. for free on Cody. I I still okay. haven't gotten I still haven't gotten through Avengers. What was the one where the uh, everybody dies? Wait, 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 hold on a second. What do you mean? I haven't got through Avengers yet. The one where everybody where Thanos kills everybody. I've heard about it, but I've never I haven't I've only gotten to the part where um it looks like I think maybe who's the brother of Thor? Loki. Looks like Loki is trying to to at first he's trying to help Thanos and then he ends up not helping him and he gets thrown into like some buildings or something. Isn't that like the first five minutes? Yep, that's the farthest I've gotten. <sighs> farthest I've gotten. Don't you want me part of the, the conversation, be honest. <laughs> I fell asleep. I fell asleep four times in that part. Of course you don't. <laughs> so listeners, for anyone who's ever wondering if we will ever get into kind of a, a blurred or a geek segment on Black and Both Sides, that answer is a solid no. Um, <laughs> I can only work with what I have. <laughs> I digress. My Captain Marvel is Monica Rambeau, not Carol Danvers. Okay. Please believe and understand that. Um, back to the St. Patty's Day. You wearing green today? I am not. I'm crypt out today. Oh. Because you a zone six, nigga. <laughs> right. I, I I didn't even realize it, but I got on a blue long sleeve t-shirt, blue jeans, a blue uh, five panel hat, and some blue chucks. Uh-oh, blue face. Bust down, Tatiana. <laughs> There's a dance, apparently, and I, and I saw the dance, and it doesn't seem like the type of thing that would lead to a dance, but here we are. You know what I'm talking about? I do, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it either. I, so I can't take... You know why I can't take... 
Blueface, seriously? Well, one of the reasons I can't. Because he's not I've seen that picture of him with the perm. Have you seen that one where he's got the perm bangs? No, I haven't seen that. So before he decided he was going to be a crippin and into the gangster rap, because remember Blueface said two years ago, quote, he didn't listen to music. (laughs) I know a little kid like that, though. So why the fuck would he ever attempt to rhyme on beat? He had like a full pass and he had like one of those young jock things going. Oh, wow. Not blue, though. Yeah. It wasn't blue like Blueface. No, he looked like one of those. Remember those raver kids that wore our vintage? Ray, he looked like a raver kid. Okay, like somebody would be wearing Gene Cone Gene Co jeans. Okay, no idea what that is, but I'll take you. How for the it. fuck do you not know what Gene Co jeans are? Okay, just, go back with me. B. nineteen ninety eight. Okay, ninety seven. I was in the military. Ninety six. I was in the military. Military. Still, still, you know, television was working. Think about those big, cartoonishly wide. Pants that ravers were wearing. Yeah, no idea. I was in the military. I was overseas. I didn't see any of this. I promise you. <sighs> wow. So that's how this episode is going to go today, folks. Unlike some Anywho. people, unlike some people we know who were in the military, I was actually serving my country abroad. I was actually in the, the shit. Wow. Oh, thank you for your service. One, You're welcome. two. I still don't believe you don't know what Jinko jeans are. No idea. But as soon as I send you a picture on this. What they are, you're like, oh, them shits. Is yes, it like what shits. the Asian people wore when they were trying to look like black people? No. No. They're just they're the the pants, the pant legs are so wide to where if you had, you know, one of the style was to have it go all the way down to your feet, you couldn't see the foot. The foot would be engulfed in the how wide the, the jean code jean pant leg was. So you could put both your legs in one pant leg? You, you could put a whole ass person in one pant leg. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. That looks stupid. Absolutely. That sounds stupid looking. It was. I never owned a pair because, you know, I'm UGK influenced. But to be fair, to be fair, back in the early 2000s, I was wearing extra large clothing as well. Like clothing that was way too big for me because everybody else did. So I'm a victim of it as well. No, no. This this Co stuff was on some whole other shit. So yeah, you it sounds like it. I appreciate you trying to balance it out. I appreciate you trying to, you know... Do your inner Virginia lawmaker and just let us know in case a picture of you would have surfaced wearing <laughs> baggy clothes that we wouldn't be shocked. But no, you'll get it when you when you see it, you see it. Speaking of being UGK influenced, you know who's not UG, UGK influenced? Um, I don't know who. Kodak Black. No, How come do you on. about Kodak Black? Any from Haiti? He's from Haiti or something, though. That's what I hear. I wonder if if friend of the program. Uh, French Reginald knows him. I assume if someone's from Haiti, French Reginald has to know them. At least a little bit. Right. Like, for instance, why haven't we had uh, Wyclef John on the show? Exactly. You should text, well, text not mess, not working. You should like email French Reginald and get us and hook us up with Wyclef John. I got some questions about the whole Lauren Hill thing. <laughs> That I need some answers to. I mean, I think I know the answer, but I just want to be sure, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just how much did she write on the miseducation of Lauren Hill? Just oh, how no, much? no, no. I heard it's really bad, though. That I heard the story about that is really bad. And I don't know if I don't know if Wyclef is the right person to ask, but from what I understand, the miseducation was a complete mis- not her? like not her. Yeah, like she she basically crocheted together a lot of other people's stuff to make that album which and would, that my friends is why she's never had anything come out since then ever after that 
But that's hmm. sad though. God, it was such Is a great it? it was such a great album. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I hope the people that contributed are still getting paid off of it because they still get spins on the radio. Yeah. But I digress. Back to French Reginald's Haitian brethren. Kodak Black. Okay, he's one of those rappers. Not a rapper rapper. Not a rapping ass nigga. He's just a rapper. You know what I mean? That's the difference. Um, do you know who Young M.A. is? I know you do. We've talked about her. Yeah, the lesbian uh, rapper. So this nigga is shooting shots at Young M.A. Fuck it. She got a pussy. How do you think she took this? <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know how she took it, but hey. She didn't take it very well. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't understand <laughs> why <laughs> we just not respecting her strap-on ability. Right. I don't I don't know. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Maybe because that strap-on comes off. I guess so. You know, it's all fun and games until, you know, the super butch chick takes off her shirt. Right. And, yeah. and, and unwraps her breasts. Ironically, uh, they both probably have about the same uh, amount of, of breast meat. <laughs> is that because Kodak has a lot of breast meat or because she yeah has, oh wow well, they, yeah they you know they yeah I'm just it is where it is it's the Haiti water uh, I guess so frogs um, and frogs and black men I guess so hey man changing changing uh, subjects a little bit by the way if you didn't know that we are in what's hot in them streets the first half of black on both sides but um, I'm gonna need you to put out a beacon or something to get a meeting of the light-skinned brethren to put a stop to what's going on with your fellow light-skinned dude, Cory Booker. No, come on now. We, we're not claiming him. You, you got to. No. You got no, to. No, sir. You no, got to. I don't care how many times Rosario comes out and says they're, they're dating. No. I know. I, this, is a, this is getting embarrassing. We, yeah. we need to do something. We got to step in on this, be honest. We can't let this continue. She's she like, deserves better. She's a James Harden beard. I, I, James Harden, I mean, OG Crispy, uh, uh, St. Nick. She's a ZZ o- Top beard. ZZ Top, that's another good one. OG <laughs> Barry, uh, uh, OG, uh, hmm, who can I think of? Chef, Isaac Hayes, OG Isaac Hayes beard. Yeah. I mean, she's bearded so hard. Right. I, I don't, I don't, and it's like, why won't anybody tell her? <laughs> Does she not have girlfriends? Right. Because none of them mean shit. I don't know. Maybe they're friends. Even if they're all in on it. This is not a good look. Maybe her and Cory Booker are just really good friends and she's willing to do it. But it just, it, I don't believe it. Sorry. Meanwhile, somewhere Maxwell is sitting playing old school Mary J. Blige while all that time that I was loving you. I wonder how Maxwell's mother feels about this. I, well, like he ain't even claiming you, baby. I don't even understand, but you know, <laughs> please believe and understand that I would be all here for the fl- Maxwell being Flotus. <laughs> Corey, just come out. Just, Corey, just be you. Well, hey, hold be on a second. Be who the fuck you are. Does, do it, does everybody know why we're saying Maxwell? Because I don't know if, are they really friends or, or did you just put that together because of how we joke in the slack? Oh, there you go, be honest. Letting the facts get in the way of a good damn story. I'm saying, but people who aren't in the slack are listening to this about like Maxwell. All right, okay. So there's no, there's been nothing in the news romantically linking Cory Booker and Maxwell. Okay. In my heart of hearts, I just assume that if you are, you know, living your best life <laughs> and you represent a certain lifestyle, that somehow or another you find yourself on Maxwell's radar. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know how hard it was for me to say radar? But I did. On his radar, I'm sure the two have talked right. at least twice. <laughs> okay. I'd bet money on that. Baby, I would. Baby, why don't he claim you, though? That's I what, don't even know. That's what Maxwell's mom keeps saying to him. Listeners, if you're wondering why the fuck is King Kunta and Pianis talking about Maxwell and Cory Booker, why the fuck are they doing that? I said earlier, you got to get in the slack. It's an inside joke that's now on the outside. Dun, you know dun, 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 slack. It's inside, now it's an outside joke. Right. All right. So, but in my heart of hearts, I believe that, you know, Cory Booker somehow has managed to have brunch, put a pin in that, <laughs> with Maxwell and uh, EJ Johnson. I just feel like that's happened. No, 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 no. Stop that. I don't I just feel like it has. No, not EJ Johnson. That's too far. Why not? No, no, that's too far. Corey can't, he can't do that. Sure he can. Magic nah. was there. It's fine. Nah, he can't do that. If Magic he, is there, it's fine. It's 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 too obvious for somebody who not if Magic Johnson is also there, it's fine. No, if Corey with Corey Booker's mannerisms, he cannot get that close to someone who is outwardly well, flamboyant. You're not out gay EJ. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you don't attach yourself to those kind Maxwell of things. Maxwell thinks EJ Johnson is doing a little bit too much. <laughs> again, I just did it again. That's another inside Maxwell slack rare sonnets, the whole goddamn network joke uh, about Maxwell. <laughs> Let me just say this. I love Maxwell. I think Maxwell is an awesome artist. But I love we, Maxwell too. But He's we so have, sweet. <laughs> we have a great time in the slack room. So you got to be we there. We do. He's just, yeah, he's just, you know. But he, <laughs> Speaking of brunch, I saw you post today. You and your lovely wife, Kit, had brunch, and you posted this bullshit. I assume was just to generate traffic. That you aren't really with the lunch shits. No, the brunch shits. And it was sorry, brunch. I said, if you heard anything in the background, that was the miniest me running around like she don't know it's recording time for daddy. We didn't hear it, but look though, Britt Renee posted about going to brunch, and I said that brunch was was a. Was bullshit. It doesn't. It's like you know. And with the way Kit goes to brunch, it's like two thirty p.m. That's that's lunch. That's almost dinner. How dare you? Lunch. It's plus breakfast equals brunch. It's expensive. It's just extra money for the same shit. For some pancakes and some waffles and an omelet. Oh well, what kind of pancakes and waffles were we talking about? What type of omelet? Um, just, was there a gaillard cheese? Was there a fromage? Was there know, sun-dried tomatoes? I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> I'm going to have to holler at kid. You got to get out, man. You got to get out. We're not as young as we used to be. Time is winding up. We're getting close to the end and the beginning. You got to go experience stuff. We spent like $21 a piece on brunch. Like what? And you don't know what you ate? You just think you had some flapjacks? Yeah, I mean, what did you have? I had everything up there. You know, I just, whatever was up there, I ate it. Whatever was up there. Yeah. A very forgettable brunch. You know what I call that? I call that one star on Yelp. What? No, no. Uh, Marlowe's Tavern was the place that we went the last time. And it got, it's got it got a great Yelp review. And people love it. But it's just twenty like $24 a person. And I mean, it's all you can eat. But how much pancakes and... All you can eat. Ooh, yeah. is there... Is that, so what's on that all you can eat bar? Is there a... I assume you've got a, got a little bacon, you got a little sausage, yeah. got a little ham. Yeah. yeah, some grits with something in it to make it like look more French. Savory grits. Hmm. Yeah. Now, we've talked about this, haven't we? Uh, sweet or savory? Neither. With your grits. I, like, I like butter and cheese. That, that's savory, to be honest. I hate to break it to you, but that means you fall on the savory side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're overthinking this one. That would be savory. Why do you have to have a word for it? Why can't you just say butter and cheese? 
because that would be savory grits. So you need <laughs> a little a little cr- cream fresh. What's that? Mm, nah. Uh, fresh cream. Nah. Uh, cream? And a little uh you know, uh some some uh, with some some cheese, some uh, gaillard or something. Gaillard? I'm talking about American cheese. cheese. What's the nigga what's the nigga grits? That's what I want. I don't gaillard. Well, what that is- requires you to have a generic knockoff craft single. Right. And yes. uh Kroger I, Kroger brand. And you also would need a, a, a butter knife full of whatever tub of margarine or whatever you got in the refrigerator. Okay. And then, you know. No, we use country crock. Country crock yep. and 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 a Kroger off craft brand cheese slice. And it sits Black right people. there in the middle. You have to stir it up to make it melt. Black people, my brothers, my sisters, I have a dream that one day. We can look into the pantry and look at the bowls and nary a country crock bowl will be seen. I have a dream today. <laughs> People, we can do better. Stop using them country crock bowls as bowls and not bowls. Recycle man. bowls, yeah. Yes, I, you know, let's not do this. 99 I, cent store. No, Same I know. Thing. No, 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 no. Kunta, I know somebody who, um, after like a party or something, the red cups, the solo cups, no, they'll wash no, those. No, you will yes. not. The devil is yeah. alive. Not on Sunday, to be honest. <laughs> yes. No, you will not. They wash those cups and put them back. Matter of fact, it's rose petal. How about that? Well, you know, she you, has made a questionable decision a time or two. So you open her, you open her cupboard, past. open her cupboard, her cabinet, and there's solo red cups washed and cleaned and dried, sitting up there as if they were fresh out of the pack, but they're not. Well, damn. Uh, yeah, let's stop. Let's not do that either. I mean, I understand wanting to decrease your your ecological footprint, your green footprint, but you know that's a bit much. Speaking of a bit much. Remember when we was talking about the phenom? Do I undertake your voice? The phenom! Zion Williamson. Please say the son. Zion Williamson. He's next, baby. The next thing since LeBron. We talked about his uh, footwear malfunction. You remember that? I do remember that. He bust through his shoe in front of Obama. Right. Um, you better put some respect on that. We will accept for my forever president, 44, President Obama, President Barack H. Uh, Obama, even all of them, President Barack Hussein Obama, though you get some mm. side eye for that one. Mm-mm. But in any event, I'm gonna call him um, Rocky. Rocky. Now, now, see, uh, Mister Honest. What's up, Rocky? No one calls him Rocky. What's up, Rocky? No one calls even the Rock Rocky. Would you prefer, would you prefer Barocky? That sounds gay. Bur- just just Rocky. Well, I call him Sweet Jones in Chicago. Anyway, that's not the point. So Zion Williamson was back. Now, we, you may recall, uh, Beyonce, you and I spoke about whether he should come back, and I don't remember what side you fell on, but I was on the side of, no, the fuck, he should not come back and play for free. Or whatever the fuck Duke is paying him is still closer to free than not free. <laughs> I but think he came back. <laughs> That's fucked up. Well, but he came back. And <laughs> here's the deal. So when he blew out of that shoe, Nike's stock went down that day. Right. Do you know what Nike did? Double down? They, they put their best on the case. They flew niggas out to China to watch how these shits was made. They gave his food customized shoes. Right. So he returned uh, at the ACC tournament about two or three three days ago, and uh, he was wearing no longer the Paul George 2.5. Sorry, PG-13, but, you know. It did happen in your shoe, and I could understand having apprehension on putting on a shoe again for some Kyrie's. Except 
They weren't your ordinary Kyrie's. Matter of fact, the description that I've heard about these shoes is that, you know, it's basically uh, kind of a, be honest, you strike me like the type of guy that would watch a NASCAR race. Have you seen a NASCAR race? I have never watched a NASCAR race. I've actually been to one. Very hard to believe. I've been to one. (laughs) I was in the pit, too. Well, shit, Not man. The so What's the, the answer is yes, be honest. No, no, no. I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't watching the race. What's the middle part car where the RVs and stuff are and all the like white people? Uh, Alabama? I don't know. <laughs> no, in the middle of the race, I'm saying. Because, you know, there's... <laughs> I said what I said, man. <laughs> in any event, long story short, you got all these race cars and they all look the same outside and inside they're vastly different uh, for the most... You don't know what's underneath them. Same thing with these, with these uh, Kyries that Zion was wearing. You get about 31... Uh, fifteen and like six or something. So he was a beast. Yeah. Uh, but he, but these Kyrie shoes he had, the only, the only looked like Kyrie to the naked eye. But underneath, they had double, triple reinforced these and gave them a custom orthotic, all this other stuff. Long story short, Nike's keeping him. They even asked him about the shoes after the game, and and what did what did uh, Zion say when all he went full Tony Tiger? They're great. So wow. I, I predicted it. I predicted when this happened, Nike was going to have to do everything it could. Why is this important? This is important because NBA contracts are pretty well set at a scale. Kyrie, uh, I keep wanting to call him, call him Kyrie. Zion is a once-in-a-generation athlete. Right. And as a result of that, he's got a shot at a six-figure, no, seven-figure shoe deal. Not everyone gets that. Whoa, no, 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 no. Hold on, wait a get it. Didn't, no, no, no. I would say eight-figure because LeBron got a $90 million contract. Yeah, add inflation. Yeah, we're looking at maybe a hundred million. You're right. Yeah, because he, yeah, didn't, he hadn't even played yet. Deal, you know, for some years for Zion from Nike and and whoever else tries to bid with Nike, but at the end of the day, Nike can't afford to let him wear something else. No. Because he's a, he's the real deal. I mean, yeah. he's he's been dominating because he's been back. No surprise. Playing for free again. And, uh, you know, and I think Duke won the ACC tournament yesterday or earlier today. So, you know, it, it's worked out. I still think he should shut it all the way the fuck down and no stop way. playing for free. That's just me. No, he has to do the Final Four. He has to— no, the fuck he doesn't. Duke Duke has to—here's here's the thing, right? Duke has to make it to the Final Four. He has to at least—they have to at least make it to the Finals. They don't have to win. They got to make it, if you ask me. For what? He's number one pick no matter what. Yeah, but that puts a stamp on it, though. He doesn't need a stamp. He's number one. Yeah. There's no stamps to be had. The, you know the only thing that could happen here? An injury. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure he wasn't expecting this whole... Actually, I'm wrong. So remember when he was... We talked about the shoe exploding and we was like, wow, that's crazy. Apparently, he had already done that to some Kyrie's during practice. He's a big dude. It's his fat ass. It's not so the So one of the things that Nike is going to ensure that he does is change his fucking shoes regularly. Or just change the way he plants. Yeah, right. So change his shoes regularly. <laughs> he goes like, don't do this, do that. What do you mean change the way he plants? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Those big ass sausage feet. His feet are like... <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Hey man, don't do that. <laughs> Don't fuck you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be light. You gotta be light on you. you got on, on the pat, on the ball. You gotta be on the, on the ball that foot. They need to get Hakeem to work with him on his footwork. I don't know, man. All I know is that apparently he'd already blown out of Kyrie too before he blew out this this Paul George. So, it, so I guess I feel less bad. Put it this way: it's like Shaq when Shaq was in first came in the league and he just started breaking backboards, right? And then someone's like, "Hey, man." 
I really wish you'd stop that. No, fuck it. And then, so the, every team in the NBA had to like have a backup backboard ready because whenever Orlando came to town, right? Because Shaq was going to break it. Yep. And then finally, the only reason the nigga stopped because he got tired of the delayed cost of the game. That's really literally the only reason why he stopped doing it. Right. It became less fun for him. Same thing with these goddamn shoes, Zion. I mean, shit, man. If you know you can break these shits, you should have already put in a call to Nike. You're not a regular dude. Right. And Duke is not a regular school. I'm surprised that he didn't. He wasn't already, already wearing, wearing customs. Right. Anywho, so Zion's doing Zion things for free. Check him out, folks, because after this year, he's going to be going as a high lottery pick, overall number one, to never be heard from again. What do you mean? He's going to go to a very bad team. Very, very bad. Also, news that will not uh, mean shit, to be honest, but to the rest of the role, you, it will matter. And actually, something we talked about. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has rehired James Gunn. It's like they, he's been rehired by Disney to take back over the directing ranks of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But I, I know this story because this is the guy who was, uh, made the pedophile jokes. Oh, yeah. Jokes. Jokes. And then dressed up as a Catholic priest with uh, women dressed up as underage schoolgirls at a, like a, a pedo party. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, so so yeah, it's smoke. But uh, you're but happy though, like, right? Hey, you know, well, huh? You're happy about it? Well, I mean, no. Short answer is no. Long answer is, um, step in the name of love, <laughs> clap in the name of love, and I'm going to groove in the name. Just like them songs is catchy. Guardians of the Galaxy is a pretty entertaining movie. Wow. I'm just saying. It is what it is. I mean, fuck you, James Gunn, but keep making that shit I like, I guess, is what I'm, is what I'm going to go with that. Wow. I mean, hell, he got hired by D- by DC to redo the Suicide Squad, too. Yeah. So he was going to be working for somebody. Yeah. Why? Because his movies gross hundreds of millions of dollars. They're right. good. They, they, they work at the box office. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Suicide 2, I mean, have you seen Suicide Squad at all? No? Of course not. All right. Well, would you care that if Will Smith, who was attached to the project, has left the project and so they were looking to replace him with the other black guy, the other black Hollywood actor? The other Maybe black? Maybe three of them. For any lead black role, there's really only three actors. Michael B. Jordan. Idris Elba. And uh, Chadwick Boseman. And now Marshall Ali. So that was the pool. So they picked Idris Elba to replace Will Smith in Suicide Squad 2. What else? Okay, sure, why not? I ain't mad at that. Fucks with Idris. Do your thing. Add an accent to it. Whatever. <laughs> but she didn't see Suicide, Suicide Squad 1. So I'm just, I'm literally, I'm clearly talking to the audience. Why would I have seen it? Because I heard it was bad too, though. I heard I heard that the nerds didn't like it. Because they had Will Smith. Are you are you gonna go see Aladdin, the live action Aladdin? I think I may go see Aladdin actually. Why that one? Because <laughs> why are you offended? I'm just asking you because <laughs> you seem pretty defend. I think I will go see that. Why? Why? What? What did that one? Why did what? What is what is the appeal for you in that one? You're so offended. I don't know why though. That's hilarious. I <laughs> I've seen the the original Aladdin. And yes, well, we all have seen it when we were kids. Okay, now why do you want to go watch it? Because <laughs> Will Smith is in it. 
Exactly. I Will think he's going to do a good job. I thought that Robin Williams' genie was annoying. But the part not, had a lot of potential. You're not, not going to do this today, Beyonce. Why? <laughs> you went and found a dead person. And t- why? Why? Why do you do this? Stop talking bad about dead people. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Unnecessary. You can... You, <laughs> Because Robin Williams is in it? Is that part of your reasoning? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was annoying, but I thought there was a lot of potential for that character. So to see Will Smith do it, he's funny. Will Smith is a funny actor. No, Will Smith is Will Smith and whatever the fuck Will Smith does. It's funny, though. I thought Fresh Prince was funny. Here's the problem that I'm going to have. Yes, I will likely see it because I've got, you know, I've got kid, younger kids. But my problem is that Will Smith, um, clearly, clearly Denzel Washington... And I'm even going to say it. Even Idris Elba, he's approaching that. They're getting to the point where they're really just themselves. In every movie, yeah. Denzel's been there forever. There was carbon- and Michael B. Jordan is not there yet, but he's looking at it. There was Carbon Copy, there was uh, Train Day, and then every other Denzel movie where he played the exact same part. Yeah, Denzel. Denzel being Denzel. Here's Denzel pretending to be a drug lord. Here's Denzel <laughs> pretending to be a hitman. <laughs> Here's Denzel pretending to be an overweight attorney. That Israel, whatever. That was a good movie. Okay, it still was still. <laughs> did you believe he was that character, or did you believe this is what Denzel looked like? If he was pretending to be blank. Oh, I forgot. Malcolm X. Come on. That's different. That was before. Okay. That was before. And even with Will Smith, I mean, what's Will Smith's best movie? I'm not 100 percent sure. His I'm not gonna movie? give him Ali. No, I am Legend by far. I can't fuck with that because I read the book. He rewrote it. He he made them rewrite the script to make him the hero. Fuck that. That's actually probably why he's no longer attached to Suicide Squad 2. Because James Gunn doesn't play that shit. He's about telling the story. He probably wasn't going to let Will Smith go in a creative direction with his character. Mm, okay. Well, I, That's I what he does. I wasn't going to see if Will was in it or not, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're right. Um, <clears throat> anywho, so... What else? Everybody covering it, we might as well talk about it. Be honest, do you, do you remember the sitcom in the 90s, Full House? Um, I didn't really Uncle watch Jesse, it. Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey. You got these three, the premises, you got a father whose wife tragically dies. You don't know much about her. But he's got two girls. He's, oh, he's got three girls he's trying to raise. And he calls, you know, his uh, uh, his his in laws to help raise the girls. Uh, yes, and only only one of them actually liked vagina, and that was the dark haired guy. Everybody Uncle else Jesse, was everybody else was gayish. No, Danny liked women. It was just you know he was trying to balance, you know, being on TV. I don't believe he was a weatherman. I forgot what he was. He's trying to balance be on a Good Day, San Francisco, whatever it was called. And uh, Uncle Joey was a little weird. Well, he's a little weird. He's very Canadian, like very. Uh, anywho, so Aunt Jessie's love interest was Aunt Becky, Lori Laughlin. I tell you what, Lord, I tell you, I'm not really big on certain types of women, but that Aunt Becky, I just tell you, she was just lovely. Well, you know, there was a relaunch of Full House called Fuller House. Had you did you heard about that? Netflix, yeah. No, it was on ABC Freeform. Didn't watch it either, though. Well, you were not really the audience, so I could understand that. But uh, they uh, they basically, you know, updated the story, and instead of having uh, the father be the focus, instead it was the oldest daughter who was now the focus. 
By the way, Kimmy Gibbler, still annoying as fuck. Um, Kimmy Gibbler, matter of fact, I would say Kimmy Gibbler was very close to being the white female version of Steve Urkel. Think uh, about it. Okay. I know what that means. I hate you so much. <laughs> that means you're not going to think about it. It means you might not even count caught what the fuck I just said, but whatever, be honest. People is listening. So Kimmy Gibbler, oh, Kimmy yeah. Gibbler Urkel, is the, the white Steve female Urkel. version of Steve, <laughs> Steve Urkel. Think about it. Anyway, long story short, so they brought back Uncle Jesse because what the fuck is he going to be doing? He's the only one that's still acting. Uh, and they brought back Aunt Becky. Well, Aunt Becky's not going to be back on Fuller, Fuller House anytime soon. Aunt Becky's not going to be on any Hallmark specials anytime soon. Because Aunt Becky, along with other people, other rich uh, actresses and celebrities and people, muckety-mucks, have been swept up into this big college admissions scandal. Dun, dun, dun. Everybody's talked about it. You get all these white people who are, have influence, uh, paying off institutions, Harvard's, USC's, uh, my alma mater, University of Texas, to get their children who would not otherwise qualify into schools directly. And I'm not talking about just a, uh, a, a random contribution, the old-fashioned way, like Jared Kushner's parents. Oh, let's see. Hmm, $2.5 million to Harvard right before he submits his application. Odd. I don't mean that. I mean, they were actually, you know, they were hiring people whose job was to facilitate cheating on tests. Uh, essentially, what you would have, you'd have some of the kids would be, um, become members of, like, say, the volleyball team or the water polo team as gray shirts. Just one fucking problem. They'd never played volleyball or water polo. And that would be one way to get them in. Uh, so it's a huge scandal that what was that, that that's been uh, uh, found out. You got big names like Lori Laughlin, the chick from Desperate Housewives, the blonde. Can't think of her name. Don't really care. I think she married uh, William H Macy. Maybe not sure. Um, and so it's a whole big thing to do uh, uh, with these uh, with these elite parents trying to pay to get their kids in. I know you've talked about this. Have you been watching this at all? Be honest. I haven't been watching it because I think it's ridiculous. They they paid for their kids to get in. They deserve to get their kids to get in. They spent a lot of money to get those kids in. Fuck, what else do you want? Did you see the meme of one of Lori Laughlin's oldest kids saying that basically, I don't really want to fucking go to school. School, I just want to party, but I guess if we're doing this, I guess I'll go. Fuck. Yeah. I, I think I heard y'all talking They don't about even it. want it. How fucking mediocre do you have to be to have a position of privilege and still a, a position of privilege and advantage, and that's still not enough to get your ass into into a decent school. How mediocre do you have to be? It's crazy. Mm. Uh, so Lori Laughlin's two kids have dropped out of USC after this. The, the, Lori Laughlin was was arrested and indicted. Um, some other big name parents have been on, are on the list, but Lori Laughlin's daughters have dropped out of the University of Southern California. Uh, you want to know why, to be honest? That's a shame they did. Why? Shame? No. Uh, moral compass? No. They dropped out because of bullying. 
<laughs> they were being bullied at school. Well, that sucks. So they decided to drop out. You know, it really hurts King Kunta's heart whenever he hears tale of a white child, a privileged white child who's having a rough go because they're being bullied. Nobody likes so a bully. I, I hope my hearts and my thoughts and prayers go out to Lori Laughlin's children who were bullied at the University of Southern California. So some names here. You got Lori Laughlin, you got Felicity Huffman who played on Desperate Housewives. Uh, and others. I can't really think see any big names here. And others. Uh, and this uh, cheating to enter scandal and uh, basically a warped and, rigged admission, warped and rigged admission system. So my big problem with this, well, first off, Beyonce, you have a problem with this or business as usual? I don't I have a problem with it at all. They paid a lot of money to get their kids in. They they deserve the right for their kids to go. How is this any different than, say, a, a woman of color who tells a school district this, the child's address is X when it's really Y? Is same shit. Than that? No, that's, that's a felony, too. So I want them to keep the same goddamn energy when it comes to what they're going to do with these charges. I'd like that energy maintained, but I know it won't be. Well, that's a little different, though, actually, because, okay, let's break it down, right? So a person who lies and says they live in a different neighborhood to put their kids in, in a better school is not the same thing as somebody who spends millions of dollars. How, how much did, How much was the most that somebody spent? Did they get the numbers yet? I think somebody spent over a million. I think I saw a two somewhere. Okay, but, but a million or not, more. But that I think before you go off, I want you to know that that money also bought people taking SAT tests for their children. So what? Okay, here's the thing, right? You, uh, you've graduated college, so you're going to have a different opinion than people who probably haven't. So what I want to say is that all of us who have been to college know that college is bullshit. It's really, it's really bullshit. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a way to, to, it's a way to cancel people from things later. It's not really about learning because you're not, at this point, you're you're just doing what you need to do to get by. You're not like really digging into the information and just grasping new th- new ideas and new. You're meeting you're meeting a lot of people that you probably wouldn't have met before, and you're proving that you have the ability to comprehend enough to finish and then get that piece of paper. It's nothing more than that. So all I'm saying is, is all the money they spent just to let their kids get that little piece of paper. Also, that don't mean shit to me. I don't care. College is a ripoff. College is business only. Really, at this point, college tuition has has gone through the roof you're not getting a better education now that it costs so much more i think college is bullshit anyway it was about it, the connections be honest it's a proving ground that's all it, it is about the connections be honest. Connections, you're, here's where here's what you're missing out and what you're cutting out ironically this is also why i didn't go to an hbcu <clears throat> what you're missing out are the connections the connections you're making with people in your cohort who are going to be going out doing things and changing the world. We're right. talking about Harvard, Yale's, et cetera, Princeton's, right. uh, USC, and other places where you're going to be having tomorrow's leaders. And so right. it's not just the piece of paper, which in my opinion, not my opinion, which I believe is fact, which now the college degree has become the new diploma, in my opinion. Everybody's got one. Used to be you couldn't get a job unless you had a uh, high school diploma. That's now changed to a degree. And when we're talking about getting a job, I'm not even talking about good jobs. I'm just talking about a job. Right. Anything that's that's slightly higher than manual labor usually requires 
a college degree of some sort. Or equivalent. Um, Let's say that. A college degree or equivalent. Or equivalent. Fine. Uh, so what we're really talking about here, the real problem here, is that in addition to this being the new norm, oh, you have a college degree. Ho-hum. We're also talking about connections and influence. And my big problem with this is that every kid that was pushed through the admission process that did not belong to go to that school, that couldn't do it on their own, or didn't in some case, like Lori Laughlin's kids, didn't even want to fucking go, there, you know, there was another kid or kids or groups of kids that were turned away. So we can't pretend this is a victimless crime because it's not. So, I mean, you know, so you've got these uh, white privileged people doing what we know what privileged people do. This is trying to assert their privilege. Fine, I get it. But, you know, I want that same energy kept for all of these individuals in this uh, nationwide cheating scandal that we would have for that woman of color or that man of color who's fudged on the kid's address so the kid can go to school. I want to keep that same energy. I don't. It is, if, if we're talking about school system, like, you know, high school, middle school, elementary, whatever, state-funded, yes. But if we're talking about a private institution, man, come on. It's all These about not money. all private institutions. One of it's the all schools about on the list, as I told you, was the University of Texas. College is all about money now. It's not about education anymore. Yes, there are there are connections that you make, but just because you go to Harvard with somebody doesn't mean they're going to give a fuck about you when you get Completely out. Completely fucking disagree. You go to Harvard, you get certain connections. I'm not going to... I don't know. I've not everywhere I've went to school, but there are connections I have and I can make based on where I say I went to school. No, that's off true. Top, off that's the true. Rip. That's true. So, am I saying, oh, I learned all of X, Y, and Z? No. And I, I by and large, agree that college is not necessarily about, you know, I think I read something um, a while ago that most people's jobs have nothing to do with whatever college degree they had in the first instance. It's factual. King Kunta has a history degree. I'm not a professor. I just play one from time to time on a podcast. But in any event, um, <laughs> it's the connections. It's the connections. It's the maintaining the connections. You know, so Jared, how different is it for me to say I went to the University of Texas as well and use your connections? Well, one, um, there's various ways to check, including things that you would just have to, you would only know if you actually went there. But who's going to check really, though? As long as I can say the right words, the right campus, this this thing that happened on the there's campus. There's no mistake about it. I'm talking about in actual interpersonal, talking to human being interactions. Right. But I'm saying me and you hang together, and I get I get some of your lingo down. Some of the things that happened on campus, some of the room, the buildings that were popular buildings to hang around. I say just enough of the right thing. What's the big deal? I think I could do it without even going there. Uh, I disagree, but you know you're entitled to your opinion. I I think that for certain schools, including University of Georgia, there's just certain things that that you know there that are unique to that school that alums will know. And for schools such as Harvard and Yale and et cetera, it's the same shit. I mean, I, I have sang, I've sung your your school fight song. I think if I just start singing the fight song loud enough, I think I saw that in a Sinbad movie one time where he was had to sing the um the school fight song with the guy, and they you know that guy believed him for an entire weekend, and he had to come clean on his own and tell him, "Hey, I'm not really the guy you're used to knowing." Okay, man, sure, <laughs> sure, maybe I, I you know it's a little bit more complicated than that. <clears throat> You know, I, I to this day don't know my grad school's fight song and couldn't tell you. 
Right. And, but, you know, the things that I say, the people that I know, the professors I had, you know, that's part of the, of the story of how you uh, find common ground with, with other alumni. Well, Kunta, cool, uh, let me ask you another question. What's the point of having privilege if you don't use it? That really gets you into a lot of, you know what? Donald Trump, that's what it gets you. It gets you into uh, having your children getting uh, security, top secret security clearances when everyone in your cabinet, everyone on your staff, plus the people whose lifelong jobs have been securing these nation's secrets tell you, this is a shitty idea. We think you shouldn't do this. Not the question I asked you. Privilege leads to privilege and nepotism are, are kissing cousins. Privilege allows you to bypass certain uh, qualifications for things. Qualifications sometimes can be very fucking important. So then why go to college at University of Texas so that you can use those connections? To me, that feels like privilege, and you're using your privilege for something else. So I don't, I don't understand. You're a history major, but yet you do something else. So that was, it's, it's part of your privilege, your privilege of whatever it is that you use, and then you, you turn that into something. That's the part of having an advantage over someone else is using that privilege. There are privileges that you have that you use every day. What's the point in having a privilege if you're not going to use it? Why even have the privilege? Why would you work so hard to have what a privilege? What are you talking gonna- about? You can't have people bypassing the system. They do it all the time to, to get their kid to get their children who are idiots into spots they don't deserve. Why? At the detriment of other people, other hardworking students. Who? What detriment? What people? What students? What are you talking about? Every time that that that, that a child is admitted to one of these schools uh-huh. without achieving the qualifications, uh-huh. a deserving kid is turned away. And goes to I another school. Go to another school. Go to another school. What's the difference? The connections and the the connections are the difference. Uh, this well, is this is this is how how uh, people of privilege keep that door closed. Everyone that, has keep, privilege, and everyone uses their privilege. You just don't like it when somebody with more privilege than you uses theirs. Like I said, I want that same energy kept with the same rate. We're trying to to have criminal charges against uh, people of color who change the address so that their kid can fit into the school into the school district. I want that same energy kept when sentencing comes. Let's I say, doubt it will be. Let's say you knew a judge, right, in L.A. And let's say that one of your kids got into a um, DUI situation or something like that, right? You have the ability to talk to this judge and to say, hey, you know, it's my kid. I don't know what I don't know what he was doing. He was, you know, he just, he was acting out of character. He was hanging with the wrong crowd. If you could just give him a shot this one time, I'll make sure I talk to him and, and we work through some things. You're not using that opportunity to get your kid That's out exactly of a DUI? That's Paul Manafort was only sentenced to 45 months, I believe, the first time he was sentenced. I'm not talking That's about Paul exactly Manafort. That's why you have the numerous stories of white male not talking about kid, white males. White males who get off on rape charges as Not just being a little rape. naughty because they because the system is saying, oh, you know, you're okay. Not We're talking about okay. the system. I'm not talking about any of those things no, you just said. No, you're dumbing it about, down. But when you, when you apply I'm such simple logic you. and what you would expand you it to everything, you have a real fucking problem. I'm just talking about problem. what would you do? What would you do if you had a judge that was friendly to you and your son got caught up in a DUI or something? Are you not going to use that opportunity to get your son a, back to level playing ground? Or are you going to force him to go through all the ills of a DUI? That's the, the suspending the license, the $5,000 fine, plus the lawyer fees, plus any other fines, the community service, maybe possibly jail time you have to drive them to work every day now because they can't they can't you know what i'm saying drive their um themselves because they wouldn't let that happen you're telling me you're not going to use that privilege 
to get your son out of that DUI. Be honest. And then we're talking about you. We're not talking about Paul Manafort. We're not talking about the kids at Duke. We're talking about your kid and you. What are you going to do? Why ever have a system and standards and morals and ethics? Be honest. You're absolutely right. Why ever have ethics? So you're not willing to answer. I get it. Let's okay, not let's, have ethics ever. Let's you're not right, have you're ethics. Right, ethics, right. you know, it's just our dumb luck for being born uh, non-white and and not a privilege. That's just luck. So those black, black people those not white people should be able to do what they want to do with the movers and shakers. Black. George W. Bush had a 2.5 GPA at Yale. I don't know how the fuck he got a 2.5 GPA, but he did. That's not very good, but he's probably still better than Trump's, who doesn't yeah. want us to see his grades. Yeah, the the idea that black people have no privilege is ridiculous. There are black people with privilege. So, you know, hey, whatever. You want you're not willing to answer it. I get it. We can move on if you want. No, be honest. Quite simply, I'm not willing to allow you to simplify and dumb down arguments that gets people in trouble. There are morals and ethical codes that apply regardless of whether or not your child or you yourself are at are, are at risk. Of course, as a parent, what I would do I'd ask for leniency, but I also fully expect that the judge would be able would would comply and stay within uh, the usual guide guideline and range of the norms of what he can and can't do. That's so what I would so expect. Then, so then you're not blaming, it sounded like at first you were blaming these parents for making taking this chance. Oh, you're, I'm 100% blaming these parents. How fucking mediocre do you have to be to have your children go to the best of private schools and they still are dumb as a box of rocks and they can't get into fucking gas? Public universities? You gotta pay somebody to get them to a public university? You gotta pay to get your kid in the University of Southern California? Wow. Yeah. That means they don't fucking belong there. Sounds That's like what got, it means. Sounds like you got a little bit of a intelligence privilege there because you're smarter than them. Privileges they go they stretch wide, don't that, they? That, that the intelligence privilege or whatever I don't whatever you're getting at whatever knowledge I've obtained was I'm a product of public schools. I went to public schools through grade school. I went to public school in undergrad. And I went to public school in grad. Everybody doesn't have the ability to learn the way you do, though. You maybe you're just That's a better not learner. The same as a parent <laughs> or someone. You know, forcing little Timmy and little little Sarah, who's right. dumb as shit, stealing, yeah. stealing, uh, stealing, stealing actual, stealing. Actual so if you pay, so if you pay for a product, that's what they're doing. If you pay for a product, you could still be stealing it. Wow! And the funny thing is, the product's not for sale. Be honest. Stop it. Nah, the funny thing is, everything is these for kids sale. don't even fucking want it. You know what's? You know why their kids are not being prosecuted? Because some of these dumb, some of these fucking idiots didn't even know their parents were doing it. And others that did didn't even want it. I'm not I'm not denying whether or not these motherfuckers are dumb as dirt. That's not what I'm denying. What I'm denying is that water that- polo, but I can't swim. <laughs> Hi, gray short in the water polo. Okay, whatever, man. I'm done, man. All right. So um anywho. I'm sorry, I just saw this, this is not really related to anything, but how do you feel about Angela Simmons? I'm I'm trying to figure out why everybody's so smitten with her. This is gonna get me in trouble. She's borderline chunky. Like this everybody's saying she's so fine, but she's like, eh. Be honest. Don't she look like a baby's mama? And that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm good with that. I'm good with no, that. Think about that. what I just said. Oftentimes, baby's mamas aren't the on how you draw it up. <laughs> right. They're not the, the finish line. Oftentimes. Not always, but oftentimes. So apparently, 
your good buddy, uh, Shad Moss, was back in the news today. My good buddy. I'm still he's in Atlanta. I assume you know everybody in Atlanta. Right. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. Apparently him and Romeo are fighting over who's dating <laughs> Angela Simmons. Low Romeo, just, like Master P's son? Yeah, Master P's son. I, I just don't <laughs> fucking get how this is. Who cares? Who, I, don't, I, I don't get it. You know, there, there are just a lot of people on social media who have low self-esteem. And they get naked. And I just, and she's one of those types of people. And I just don't understand. I don't get it. Rev Run, hey, you've been sitting in that bathtub too long. You need to get up and go talk to your daughter. You think she has low self esteem? I'm pretty sure. I'd, I'd bet very, I'd bet a lot of money on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's rarely fully clothed on her Instagram. Right. Meanwhile, Rev Run, sitting in that bathtub <laughs> with bubbles popping up and the jacuzzi ain't on. You know what, what I mean? What are you talking about? I think I saw one episode with him in a tub. That's that's how every episode finished. He's got him sitting him in the tub with his BlackBerry at the time, which was a thing then. You know, it's just you know shooting from the hip. I guess I only saw one episode, so that's why I didn't know that. Yeah, well, every episode ended the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, love, rev run. Yeah. He was trying so hard to be Bill Cosby, right? The show Bill Cosby, not you know the legend. <laughs> let's hurry and wrap this up So let's let's get to some non-bullshit real quick right. So uh, As you know, you may not know uh, The House passed a bill saying President Donald Trump's uh, uh, Border, southern border emergency Declaration was bullshit Passed the House, went up to the Senate Guess what happened? Passed Senate said, hey, we agree, this is some bullshit <laughs> And what do you think Donald Trump did? Uh, double down? Fuck you. I'm vetoing this shit. He vetoed it today. Oh. Quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick. And uh, so it's like, wow, okay. So unfortunately, you know, to override a presidential veto requires two-thirds of the House and the Senate. That's called a supermajority. That's not going to happen in this day and age of partisan politics. But still uh, a pretty uh, sharp uh, referendum on President Trump's non-emergency regarding this wall money. I think I said in the Slack room in his latest budget he submitted to uh, the House for consideration, he actually added an additional $8 billion for an additional wall money. Trump change. So we're talking literally Trump change. So we're talking literally uh, combining um, what he's trying to steal from the military budget. We're talking about maybe $15 billion for wall money. I, I, I just... <laughs> I don't even know. So what's what's going to happen next? Now, uh, several states have filed suit against Donald Trump for this uh, executive order regarding the wall. I'm sure the House of Representatives will file something, and we'll see what happens. I believe that this means the wall project is going to be tied up, and definitely probably up to the 2020 elections. Um, but in any event, I just I just think is you know, Trump has had his first presidential veto within the last 24 hours. Good for him. <laughs> yeah I have no, I have no I, I, comment I, Yeah I assume you cannot wait for this symbol Of the invasion right Of of, of anti Standing solid against invasions right Yep I can't wait So you're embracing white supremacist uh, Ideology that oh, the other country's being invaded Okay please sure. please please 
All right. So let's talk about New Zealand and the New Zealand shooter. Have you heard about this? Yeah, of course. I heard about it. All right. Well, can you tell me why your president has such a hard time denouncing white supremacy? Can't tell you. Why can't he use the words? He can't, he can't use it. He can't, he, can't, he can't denounce white supremacy. He just can't. He refuses to do it. Maybe he feels like white people are superior. I know why you won't. Well, I know why you won't do it. Murders by white supremacists doubled in 2017. They went up another 182 percent in 2018. Yeah, Trump doesn't 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 seem to be bothered by this. So you know when you have you know one undocumented immigrant worker from Mexico commits a murder, he says, you know, all the groups are a bunch of murderers and et cetera. All, all the people of that group, all that ethnicity is a bunch of murderers and et cetera. And he creates a whole entire southern border emergency out of, out of whole cloth, meaning out of thin air. I don't think that's what he said at all, but go ahead. But when one white supremacist murders 49, your president says, there's just a small group of people that have very, very serious problems. Interesting. Did you hear the threat President Trump made? No. He's basically alluded to the fact that he has supporters who are bikers, uh, military, etc., and that you don't want to make those people mad. That's basically what he said. So he's hitting at violence. I don't know what that means. Now, this New Zealand shooter, one of the interesting things about this New Zealand shooter who killed 49 people in a mosque in New Zealand, when he was arrested, for some reason New Zealand is blocked out his face, he was shown flashing a white power sign. Do you now know what that is? I don't nope. know what that is. So that is a circle. You, the thumb and forefinger uh, make a circle for the P. And the, the, the pinky, uh, middle finger, and ring, uh, ring finger, and middle finger make a W, white power. Okay. And so he's flashing that as he's being arraigned. And um, this is going up. This is... This is going up. So the shooter had a 70-page manifesto that right. they discovered. You want to know what he said about your favorite president? What did he say? He said Trump was, quote, a symbol of renewed white identity Ridiculous. purpose. I want you to let this sink in. Ridiculous. A sitting United States president is the inspiration of white terrorists around the world. That's ridiculous. How's it ridiculous? Tell me how that's ridiculous. Because that's the, in the manifesto. The same way that everybody was um, saying that Lil B is the bass god, and they were like giving him props for being the best rapper alive. Lil B didn't have anything to do with that shit. It was these fucking idiots that were around pretending like it was he was what like the bass god. No, people out, listeners, you may not know. Sometimes King Kunta does his podcast with a drink. I just want to make sure I didn't miss what the fuck just happened here. I'm talking about. A mass shooting, yet another mass shooting by a white supremacist. By the way, all the mass shootings we've heard about in the last year and some change, white supremacists. And you, your analogy is little be the base god. That's where you're going to go with this? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what you're going to do with this? I'm sorry. So, I tried to hold it in. I tried to hold it in. But look, though, just like, just like they do. Little that's what the- we do in <laughs> 
I wanted to hold it in so bad. No, no, you didn't. No, no you I didn't. Did. You just let it go. I did. No, I'm talking about this laugh. Why the fuck do I even have show notes? You know, it's my fault. I need to share these shits with you. That's what I need to do. I, I need to, to share show notes with you so that we can have a, an intelligent debate about white supremacy and violence. I'm done. Without little be the base god being inserted as a symbol. I'm done. I'm done. So okay. fuck this. We're going to move to the next thing. All right. We're no, 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 no. Let's stay there. Let's stay, stay here for a second. Okay. No, so. I'm not doing this with you. So in California, the current governor, Gavin Newsom, he has said that, quote, I've got to address a system that is a race-based system of tremendous injustice for black and brown people. This is in connection with a, essentially Gavin Newsom has suspended the death penalty for hundreds of inmates in California that are currently on death row. Uh, even though California at one point in time got rid of its death penalty, the death penalty actually did make its way back. And so there are actually people on California waiting to be waiting for execution. And Gavin Newsom uh, suspended this. Uh, and one of his bases of suspending it is because his recognition of how it's unequally applied to people who are black and brown. Okay. And so um, that sounds good. This appears to be one of his signature issues when he was mayor of San Francisco. One of his signature issues focused on LGBT equality. So now that he's now governor of California. This seems to be what he's going to be focusing on. And so be honest, I guess what I wanted to ask you, and if you could do it without the use of any SoundCloud rapper, what is your opinion on the death penalty in general, one, and two, its application with regard to, to black and brown people? Obviously, I think we've all seen the stats that, that how it's applied. Um, so that's that's kind of a moot point. Uh, who is this guy? You said Newsom. Is this a black guy or a white guy? No, he's a white guy. Isn't it? Mayor, uh, he, was, he was former mayor of San Francisco. Now he's the okay. governor of California, Gavin Newsom. He's got really slick hair and he talks a little bit like this. You know, like he's probably seen some shit. Like he probably, if you looked in his phone, you're probably going to find some things you think you might would be finding on a politician's phone who's moderately attractive and probably has been in some shit. Okay, okay. I think that... Um I think that this is a this is a win just for the idea that somebody even is willing to pay attention to the idea that death penalty application may be harsher for black people or brown people. Um, as far just as so we're not clear, when I say black and brown, I'm I'm including uh, when I say people of color, I mean black people, Latinos. So that that really is two thirds of the of the prison population nationwide. Right. Well, I think that. You know, for your first question, the death penalty. I think the death penalty is ridiculous, though. I don't think that people should be killed with the idea that, especially like, okay, so somebody kills somebody and then we kill them as punishment. I think that's ridiculous. If did, if did you, you know this? Actually, hard to find some like the the most common. You know, the most common way of of executing uh, in, uh, criminals in the United States. You know what that is? I would say lethal injection these days. Right. It's now harder to find those that that cocktail that lethal cocktail because it's just scarce. And it's hard to find it overseas because many other countries have done away. When I say other, I'm clearly talking about Western company uh, right. countries. Right. Have done away with those drugs. They're hard to find. So it's now becoming more expensive to even try to do this um, because it's just it's just something that's falling out of date. But I'm sorry to interrupt you. So you were saying about the death penalty and yeah, I think that it's wrong to kill people. I honestly do. So I don't think that punishing someone for killing someone by killing them is that's not valid to me. I think that 
whether or not somebody has the ability to reform or to be rehabilitated is another question. But as far as killing someone, I don't, I don't think that's right under any application. So I'm totally against the death penalty. I'm glad that somebody's paying attention to the way it's being applied. Because mm. I think there's, there's probably some validity to those stats about br- black and brown people being death penalized more than anybody else. Well, I know you sometimes take the view that everybody dies, but I actually believe that if the state kills one person unjustly, then, you know, that's one too many. And we know for a fact that black and brown people have been, you know, there have been innocents killed uh, according to, with death penalty, the, the right. uh, lethal injection or the chair. We know this. This is not, you know, this is some R. Kelly type level of knowledge. This is not news. We know this. We're not surprised. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'm happy that someone, particularly Gavin Newsom, who's, you know, he's, he's, he's got a platform, you know, he's the governor of California. Uh, and so, uh, uh, he's going to have an opportunity to do his best to try to make this a national, ins- uh, issue. And I is think he Democrat or Republican? Time. Is he Republican or Democrat? No, he's a Democrat. Okay. And he's you know, a, as a matter of fact, I would say he's a, a Bill Clinton Democrat. And I said it exactly that way. California it's, is a weird place because I, everybody knows skinheads started there, but like there's it's like very liberal also so it, it's a it's an odd place there's such a very di- there's such a diverse group of of thinkers there so it's always i think it's refreshing though you know when you have somebody like arnold schwarzenegger who was like strict on crime or appeared to be and then this guy who's like well crime is bad but let's take a look at the way this is being applied that's awesome yeah so just to be clear and to add some more stats for our listeners out there so literally five days ago 737 inmates believe they were going to be executed. Now they're not. Wow. That's substantial. 737 people on death row waiting to be executed received a stay of execution from Governor Gavin Newsom. Wow. And so out here in California, they want to put death penalty back on the ballot for 2020. We'll see what happens there. He's like Jesus. I mean, that's the call. I mean, that's, I mean, can you imagine you know, no. you just, you know, I was like, first off, the weird thing about California, as I said, is at one point, Cal- the state of California got rid of the death penalty. That's why Maryland Man, not Maryland, fucking, that's why uh, Jerry, what's Char- Charlie Manson? That's why Charlie Manson, Charlie and Marilyn Manson are not the same person. Not close. Not even close. That's why Charlie Manson, you know, I believe he's still, is he still alive or did he just die? Who, Charles Manson? Yeah. No, I think he's still alive, isn't he? I think yeah, well, is. that's the reason why he's been alive all these years is because when he was uh, convicted of the, the heinous uh, murders that he and his cult committed, California was not, had, had suspended the death penalty. Oh, wow. So these people who, the 737, cannot, they cannot go back to death penalty, even if, even if in 2020. No, that's the, they, this is the call from the governor. You know all those movies where, yeah. you know, they're getting close and, and then and they're waiting, looking at the phone to ring. This is that phone call. They're that's stayed. Awesome. All of them are stayed. I don't care what they did. That's awesome. It is awesome. It is awesome. Uh, I I hope and pray that Gavin Newsom keeps it in his pants and that there is nothing floating out there to invalidate all of this. But my gut makes me wary of that because I've met Gavin Newsom and he gives me the uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a Bill Clinton Democrat. I don't know how else to say that. All right. So before I was so rudely interrupted with the with the base god, and obviously Black on Both Sides is a relatively new podcast. We don't need anyone reaching out to the base god and getting the base god's curse. I don't want that. 
<laughs> but I want to go back to what I was saying about white supremacists. I just want to give you some numbers. All right. 2012, six killings at a Sikh temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. White supremacy. White supremacist was the killer. 2015, nine in historic black church in Charleston, South Carolina. White supremacist. 2017, six at a mosque in Quebec City. White supremacist. 2018, 11 at a synagogue in Pittsburgh. We remember that one. White supremacist. 2019, 49 at a mosque in Christchurch. The world's white supremacy problem is where I got this, this these stats from. And okay. It, it definitely looks like white supremacy is on the rise. Okay. And I know we're running a little long here. Uh, um, but I, I can't let that go. Let me tie the world's white supremacy issue together and then you can tell me right. what Base God says about it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> white supremacy. Make no mistake about it, the current president of the United States, and indeed much of the politics of the last eight years, was driven by a white, a white backlash of having a sitting black president. Um, you can trace the rise of the Tea Party. You can look at the elections. Uh, you got Palin, the uh, McCain-Palin ticket. You could hear the things being shouted about President Obama at their rallies. It's worse at Trump rallies about what, what's, what's said about people at Trump rallies. You, that's here in America. You look at England and Brexit. Uh, I'm not going to explain to you what Brexit is other than a high-level idea that England was part of the European Union. And now they've decided, fuck that. We don't want to be part of the European Union. We don't want to use uh, Euro money. We want to go back to being... Uh, England for people from England, England only. Make England great again. Sound familiar? It's a similar idea. Uh, Steve Bannon used to be in Trump's cabinet and Breitbart. They were both, you know, heavily involved with these ideas and the politics behind this in both England and the United States. It's the idea that anyone that's different, who doesn't look like us, and God forbid they have different religious views than we do, right. is somehow a threat to what... Our idea is of what makes this place the place. We must stop the invasion. Invasion, that word specifically, is a word that's parroted and used by white supremacists and white supremacist allies. The word invasion. Something's coming in that's foreign that we don't like. The we is always the majority of these countries. The majority of these countries is usually, if not always, Caucasian. So you've got two major pillars of the West whose politics are in shambles. And maybe next episode we'll talk about Brexit and what's going on with England. England is, is a shit show right now with its politics. Uh, kind of like we are in here in the United States. Almost as if somebody sabotaged both countries. Mm. So white supremacy is clearly on the rise globally. And, you know, there are stats, and I'll have more stats, and I'll probably have even more stats next week to talk about this. So white supremacy is on the rise right now. So what do we do about it is the question. And, you know, I said earlier, why can't our president condemn the rise of white supremacy? Why is that so hard for him to do? Sounds easy. He can't do it. Hmm. It's the base, stupid. It's the base. What says the base God? Be honest. 
Nothing. I I don't know what he says about this, but I was uh, the numbers that you that you called out were just they jumped out of my head. And here's what let me say this. Let me preface this by saying that I think that killing is wrong. Period. I don't think that anyone should be killed. There doesn't seem like there's a there's a good reason why anyone should die. If it's not extreme self defense, like you're it's you know like you're grasping for air or straws or something, killing someone just is not it's not acceptable. However, the numbers that you called out, you know they they just the 40 here, the 50 there, that seems like, what, less than 150 people in, in the, the deaths in that time period. Again, I don't think deaths are, are acceptable. I, I gave you mass killings okay. or, that well, were claimed by white supremacists. Okay. And now, had I, I told you that those were ISIS killings, you know, a certain population here in this country would have a problem with that. Well, what I was going to say was that, you know, let's talk about some of those things. So in London, they had the 56 deaths with the, the, the London train bombing. Then at the Orlando nightclub, there were 53 deaths. And we're not talking about injury, we're just talking about deaths. Then 9-11, there were 3, 000, almost 3,000 people killed in that building. So, I mean, okay, I don't think death is, is killing, not death, I don't think killing is, is the correct uh, anecdote anyway no matter what that no matter what the issue is no matter what the problem is I don't think killing is the right thing but to say that white supremacy is on the, this uptick and it's just so much happening and then to leave out the fact that terrorist organizations are also doing the, the same thing is almost like it's, it's short-sighted to me and I don't I'm think talking, I'm talking about national terrorism be honest what do you what am I talking about I believe you're 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 mixing international terrorism I'm talking about homegrown terrorists. Homegrown home? white. Oh, who's home? Homegrown. There's been the, the KKK in the United States is still not designated as a terrorist organization. Let that sink in. Okay, but what I'm saying is that there are the the who these white supremacists are saying that they're going after. Well, like, specifically in this New Zealand terrorism attack, this was this was Islam, right? They, they were going. He was going after Islam. True or false? Am I wrong in that? I, they were attacking Muslims. Okay, Islam, Muslims, however you want to call it. The thing I'm saying is, though, and I think there was like a, a, a video of the kid busting the egg on the guy's head when he was saying that, um, well, First normally- off, I like that the kid did that, but at the same time, who's, who's going to let you bust that egg on their head and do nothing? Right, he's supposed to get fucked up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> now, I don't think he should have gave him <clears throat> a straight right or a straight left for every day. He should have. <laughs> I thought he might would have mushed him, but no, he gave him. He didn't, he didn't mush him. <laughs> he didn't go with the mush. I don't know if they, maybe they don't mush in New Zealand. He didn't mush. He, he no, they don't mush in New Zealand. They're like, they're like, nah. they're like alley people. Like, they're like, you know, they, they can survive. <laughs> they can survive and with, with nothing, like the, just the grease from an alley. Well, let's but, tell the listeners what we're talking about. We're talking about the situation. So, in New Zealand, that just happened. 49 killed in a mosque in New Zealand. And one of the New Zealand, um, one of the, a, New Zeal, a New, Zeal, New Zealand politician said right. something along the lines that he believed that the killing was somehow the fault of people who are Islamic or, or Muslim individuals. And as he's talking and there's a kid behind him who has a camera up and he takes an egg and smashes it on his head. Well, didn't he say that normally this is the other way around? Is the 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 Islam the Islamic people killing other people? This time it was other people killing Islam. I thought that's was that's kind of. I'm going to be honest. I don't recall exactly what it was, but yeah. the key takeaway point was is that it wasn't a conciliatory condolences. This is terrible. Which, by the way, right? The New Zealand Prime Minister is it a Prime Minister President? I think yeah, Prime they, Minister. I don't know though. 
she, her reaction to this has been perfect. By the way, New Zealand, good Lord, New Zealand actually has, uh, has outlawed certain weapons immediately after this happened. Because they don't have an NRA in New Zealand. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so, and the New Zealand Prime Minister attended Jacinda Ardern. She attended uh, a ceremony dressed in full Muslim gear. She's not Muslim. Um, so, I mean, that, that, so she recognizes the, you know, that these are New Zealanders. Right. Even though they're different. And this politician that Beyonce and I are talking about apparently was saying something that didn't seem to strike that same chord. And this insensitive. little white kid. Very insensitive. Bust nag on his head. And you know what he did? He bust that kid in the mouth. <laughs> Two piece dropped him. <laughs> he didn't get that second piece in, but he got him with a straight, a straight. He didn't need to. Right, I think. He didn't he didn't need to get the second one in. Bloop. <laughs> now, now again, the kid was brave, but he had to know yeah, come on, that man. there would be so, that something was gonna come his way. He's better. He's lucky it wasn't the Ukraine because they fight at their parliament when they have a <laughs> those guys. No, it's wouldn't parliament. It's just a, this was just a press conference, right? <laughs> yeah, no, he's he, you know, he's yeah, he's he's way lucky he didn't get to the other piece. No, 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 you uh, listeners, right now, Google or YouTube Ukraine parliament fights, and you're gonna laugh your ass off. They fight for real, anyway. But yeah, so I don't know that white supremacy. Is as powerful or as backed as everybody else believes that it is. I don't think that most white people fuck around, fuck with white supremacy. I think that's just a, a, a group of people, and maybe Trump is part of that. I don't know that he is, but he's not willing to turn his back on them because their votes, I guess. But I don't in think this country murders this country, by white supremacy doubled in 2017 from 12 to 24. In 2018, it's up by 182 percent. It's from 12 to 36. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean, though? We don't just say percents. How many murders? You see what I'm saying? If there were seven in 2015 and then there are 14 in 2016, like, oh, it's doubled. But, I mean, it was still only 14 people. What you have not addressed is the fact that the New Zealand killer has a 70-page manifesto. Right. And which he dedicates explicit portions of it to his love for the current American president. You never addressed that point I made. Which That's point, a fucking problem. Which point that, that he addressed it, that he that he gave credit to the president, or that let me, the let me, president? Let me, let me pull it back up. The language again. I mean, yeah. it, this is this is this is chilling. This is what we've allowed to take root in this country. Yeah, but is that the president's fault? Trump You're saying because is a, the quote, president a symbol of renewed white identity, right. and common purpose. I don't believe that Trump believes that. I'm just not so sure that Donald Trump is. I know he's not denying it. He's not denouncing the people, but he I'm won't not, address it at all. But I'm not so sure he's even sophisticated enough to really. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't believe that. I think that he's just using this as an advantage because there are people who like him, and so he's saying, "Hey, I'm not going to discredit people who like me. Why would I? Why would I turn away people who like me?" But I don't think that he's. I don't. He's not white supremacy to me. I don't see it. But hey, I could be completely wrong. But he's not. He doesn't seem like white supremacy to me. So. Eh. What's that thing you say about the United States and the rest of the world? It doesn't. But, if we, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. If we don't move, it don't shake. All right, keep that same energy. So, when the United States takes a back seat on equality uh -huh. and allows this to rise here, it's a signal 
to the rest of the world. Um, we're not really a podcast that likes to look at what's going on in places like England and whatnot, but we may look down that way because you know if you ever look into what Brexit what Brexit is and how it got there, you're gonna have people tell you, "Oh, this is purely about economics." But the same sort of you know anti oh the same sort of white supremacist um, white nationalist. Uh, types of commercials were running in England for Brexit as we're running, you know, here in America when Trump was elected the first time. And also they gave to, you know, types of things used with the rise of the Tea Party here in the United States. You know, the answer is oftentimes staring us right in the face. Um, but our country specifically, we signal to the rest of the world what's okay and what's not okay. And you know, recently Donald Trump's administration has uh, lodged all these human rights accusations against China. Do you know what China's response was? Nope. He turned right back around and pointed out uh, America's flagrant abuse of human rights, particularly how it treats people of color, blacks and Latinos in this country, and even used some of Donald Trump's own statements. Touche. So, you know, when we are not right— we're not even pretending to be right. The rest of the world really does go to shit. Listeners, let us know what you think about this. Do you believe white supremacy is rising? Do you think that, you know, if the United States sets the tone or the table for what's okay and what's not as far as norms go to the rest of the world, get a hint, do they follow? Maybe, maybe not. What do you think? I know that, you know, for every Gavin Newsom who comes and speaks out about societal and social and systemic injustice, you know, there are other people who don't see a problem. There are presidents who sit here and can't call out white supremacy, can't say the words. Mexico, murderers and thieves. African countries, shithole nations. The rise of white supremacy, oh, well, this is just very sad. Very, very sad. Why can't he say white supremacy? Can't do it. Can't say it. Sam, his boys, looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Here's where it is. Black on both sides, where nothing is black and white. Till next time, folks. <laughs>